feeling, but oh, I'm feeling great. High five. Sorry, no, no Borat. No Borat. <laughs> That's better. Than, thank God you're not at least doing Hubie mm. Halloween. I got to get off the Hubie Halloween thing. Yeah. It's time, it's time to let that go. We're past Halloween. We're coming up on Thanksgiving. Welcome. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Slash you. Slash you. Yes. Hello, I'm Nick. And I'm Andy. And it's uh, a pleasure to be hanging out with uh, all four of you today. We're excited to be here with all... I'm going to be optimistic and say half dozen of you. Six people? Yeah. Yeah, Holy I think shit. we got six people listening today. That's rad. I love it. Yeah, Thank that's you. cool. Thank you so much <laughs> for hanging with us at Slash U. What is Slash U, you might ask, if this is uh, we have first-time listeners? Yeah. We are a podcast <laughs> that likes to talk about old, campy, forgotten horror movies from back in the day, motherfucker. Yeah. 77, yeah. 88? 1977, 1988? Yeah, we've been targeting that age, that age range, that date range. That date range. And it's working. It it's, is. It's fun it's as definitely fuck. Working. We got another great one. This is this awesome. Week. Episode 14 this week. The Mutilator. Fall Break. Or also called Fall Break, which isn't a thing. Uh, <laughs> it was in my school. We'll get into that. <laughs> From 1984, directed by Buddy Cooper. <laughs> available for free on Amazon Prime. I prefer it be called The Mutilator, because man... It was called Fall Break, but when they did the VHS release, they oh. changed it to the Mutilator. This was made in 1985. It is one hour and 26 minutes. Oh, did I say 84? I meant 85. It's cool, brother. Um, we are not, We're not pros at this. Yeah, no. we just like to we like to have a few beers and laugh and point out some of the <laughs> these movies, man. <laughs> point out whether we're pointing out great acting, uh, great body, blood, uh, great kill shots, yeah. um, great bube shots, bubies, which is part of. I mean, let's be honest, teen nudity is part of the genre that is the '80s slasher. So, oh, you know. for sure. Yeah, if you don't see teen nudity, it's not a good movie. Teen nudity and uh, stereotypes. We get into some of those oh, yeah. this week. Definitely. My God. And we spoil. So don't, I hope, if you want to watch the movie. Go watch it now. Yeah, hit pause and come back and hang with us. But uh, we are going to, we don't really try to keep you in suspense. We just kind of go for it. Though, they don't really keep us in suspense as far as like the killer goes. We know who the killer is right away. Hell, it's in the fucking. Right from the get-go. Right from the get-go, we know who the killer is. It's He's not. He's the mutilator. He's, he is, <laughs> yes. He's He's dad. He's the dad, yeah. He, he's no Ward Cleaver. Um, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to... Uh, let's her, <laughs> you've got some explaining to do. You shot your mother. Um, no, um, I'm going to let... Uh, speaking of that, I'm going to let Andy go into his Cliff Kill Notes. Pew, pew, pew. The <laughs> Kill Notes. Cliff Kill Notes. We're going to set brother. up the movie so it's easier for you, the listeners, to follow. <clears throat> very important. And this one, sorry to interrupt, Andy. Is to set up the, the six, the, the group of six. I will. Yes. Yep. Not many Not many characters in this Our one. cast of characters... Well, we'll do that first. Our cast of characters are as follows. We have Ed Jr. Jr. Ed Jr. and his girlfriend Pam. Yep. Uh, we have Ralph. Dick. And his girlfriend Sue. And we have Linda and her boyfriend Mike. Yeah, I flipped him right at the end there. <laughs> Linda and Mike. And we also have Big Ed, or Ed Sr., Big Ed. Dad. He's the killer. Yeah, he's, and, he's the mutilator. Uh, yeah, there's also a random cop. Uh, two random cops. There's a beach cop and a random cop at the end of the movie. There is uh, Ed, Ed's mom, and of course young Ed. Young Ed. Open the movie on a on a 
flash prepubescent yeah. ed so uh here's the summary of the movie set it up for you all so you can follow it a little easier as we talk as a young boy ed jr and his mom are getting ready to celebrate his dad's big ed's birthday as a surprise for his dad ed jr decides to clean all of his dad's guns but tragedy strikes when ed jr accidentally shoots and kills his mom while she makes the cake dark Big Ed comes home to this tragic scene, and he suffers a mental break, which includes falling into a bottle of Jack Daniels. And years go by, Ed Jr. and his college friends, they're trying to figure out what to do on their fall break. Big Ed calls, and he asks his son to go winterize his condo on an island off the North Carolina coast. So the gang decides that they're going to spend fall break there. Yep. But Big Ed has other plans for his son and the group of friends. The mutilator has other plans. And that's uh, the setup for the movie. That's the fall break or the mutilator. Fall, what are we going to call it? Mutilator, you said? Uh, I don't care what we call it. The, the just, actual title sequence of the movie says fall break. Okay, and I just... With a great 80s song. Thank you. Fall it, break. Fall yeah. break. If you fall into my heart, you fall into my arms. Yeah. Fall break. I thought it had some yacht rock tones to it. Like I, honestly, like it's it, yacht rock seventy seven eighty four. Mm-hmm. So it was made in eighty five. Shit. I mean, I guess it still could be. It just they have a sexy saxophone in there. They do. They have so many different breakdowns. Like there's one breakdown where it sounds like it's the same song Fall Break, but it's like a band that would play for pixies and elves and nymphs running around a wooded forest like so they're they, they like even when they're hanging out in the college lounge it, it's the only song you hear in different versions whether it's sexy yeah. sax fucking yanni on the keyboard michael <laughs> bolton whatever fall break fall break i, I think it's i have catchy. that i'm gonna put that on our uh, social media it's very catchy very catchy song real quick for um the music <laughs> obviously <laughs> it's very important music is michael minard minard m-i-n-a-r-d he did the music on this, and uh, including that song. Where are they at now? Michael. I own a subway in Carolina Beach. Yeah, who knows? Michael is a miners composer known for special effects, 1984, Perfect Strangers, 1984, and Fall Break. Perfect Strangers with Balky? That old fucking Maybe. sitcom? I the... wonder if he did that music. Um, this is all IMDb. Right we are now. really going off on a tangent right now. Yeah, but uh, that's uh, it's a catchy four song. Four out of the six people are sleeping yeah. right now. Bottom line, it's a catchy-ass song. So. It is. a ca- yeah, And I, I am going to post that for our uh, six of you, um, so you could give it a listen. But <laughs> we, we got, This is fun, because this movie had a lot of stereotypes in it. This movie had a lot of great, great kills. Great we're, acting. We're both <laughs> the best acting. We're going to have... Um, we're gonna have some excellent dick shot kills of the week, dude. They're this all. Week. This was the best. This was my second favorite movie. First yeah. was Blood Diner. That's gonna be tough to beat yeah. because of comedy and kill count and shit like that. But this was Killer Workout is now third. A Robicide Killer Workout is now third. This is my second favorite. Second movie. favorite. I want to ask you to start. What is Fall Break? Because when I was in school, especially college, schools the school season started here in America starts around fall. Uh, August September ish for our one Irish listener. For, and then, um, and then uh, you maybe take your midterm exams, and then you you turn around, you're right back at school. You have a winter break, which covers Christmas and New Year's here. We had fall break. I did not have a fall break. I did, so I was very confused. Like, what the fuck, fall break? You just got to school, and now you get St. a break Louis, already. In St. Louis, <laughs> when I uh, finished up school, Webster University. Shout out, go Gorlocks. We had a fall break where we would do our midterms, mm-hmm. and we would get like it would. It was like you go your midterms were between Monday, 
most of your professors had to do Monday, Tuesday, so you could get Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off, and oh. then Saturdays. But most of the time, you still had to go in for one on Wednesday, and you get Thursday, Friday. It was just like a quick break. Longer weekend. Yeah, longer nice. weekend. It wasn't like a it's like week- spring break. Yeah, no. Okay. Not like a spring break where you're like right. fucking let's rage. Right. But well, I have heard some fall breaks are a week. We are going off now on this music and fall fine. break. It's fine. I just the premise of the movie didn't make any sense to me because I didn't know what, what a really? fall break was. I wonder. I still don't understand why they changed the name from fall break to the mutilator. I mean, fall break does sound like a teen sex romp, which was what Porky was. Yeah. And fucking Last American Virgin, like all those '80s teen sex romps comedies. So maybe fall break doesn't sound like it's gonna be like a fucking slasher horror Maybe. movie and it needed to be fall because they were winterizing the, house. the condo yeah if it was spring break it wouldn't make any sense be, <laughs> the place would be packed it'd be, yeah the beach would be full of people dad uh, wouldn't be able to fucking do kill his, him, kill him yeah, as well so. as he did on this one so fall break makes sense i guess i will reluctantly <laughs> fall break now i got the fucking song so, stuck in my head. same but do you uh do we want to just go on through what are our favorite things what are things we loved didn't love well, we're just going to kind of start going down, down. I, yeah I love how it's just it's a it's a very simple like uh, think of an '80s sitcom or a '90s sitcom where like a, as they show the house the the camera pans into the house and mm-hmm. it's like birds are tweeting and little flute like everything's fine. Mom's Opening baking a, a cake. Movie. Yeah, totally. Mom's <laughs> baking a cake. Fucking Don. You know. Yep. You know, very apron, on, apron very, fucking very June Cleaver, very June Cleaver, very um, like I'm making a pie because it's it's my husband's birthday, and yep. fucking little Junior is running around, but they, they you know he creeps in on his mom. He looks so I'm think and they play that creepy music. And so they it's do like, a point of view, point of view, very yeah. again, very popular. <laughs> so, but it's just the kid I think spying on his mom. To yeah. make sure she's not coming into dad's den because he is cleaning the guns. Yep. I think the sign said, uh, happy B-Day, daddy, all cleaned by me. Yeah, it was a child's handwriting, and he taped it in on a, a kind of pink construction paper on the glass of the gun case, all cleaned by me. So, yeah, there's probably like six guns. Obviously, the dad is into hunting. He's a and hunting a, enthusiast. And, and killing, which, which we'll find out later. Comes into play heavily in this movie. So <laughs> the kid starts wiping down the guns, gives him a good polish, but then decides he to look down the barrel. looks down the barrel of one of the guns, which you never should do, ever. PSA. Any, any children listening to our voices <laughs> or within earshot, don't, don't look ever down. look down the barrel of a gun. I don't care if you know that it's not loaded. You don't know. Assume every gun is loaded. Assume every hunter's loaded. <laughs> And <laughs> don't look down that barrel. <laughs> don't look down the barrel of a gun, kids. Yeah, Nick's um, just trying to get the fall break song out of yeah, his head. Yeah, I'm trying way. anything mm-hmm. I can, but it all, it's all going to go back to that. So, so he's, he, he's cleaning the, the guns. So then he decides to hold the gun, probably to be like his dad, I would think. Yeah. Like, this is what dad does. Yep. Bam! Pulls a trigger pulls through trigger. the wall, straight through mom's... Right mom's back. Back through her stomach. Um, yeah. She falls down, you know, Ed Jr. runs over, Mama, Mama. And then Dad pulls up with three ducks. I guess he was hunting. I guess he was hunting. Pulls up with three dead ducks, freaks out. Very irresponsible gun ownership, by the way. Yeah. To just keep loaded guns. Yeah, and, and in the gun case with a child in the house. Okay, first off, calm down. This was seventies. Uh, this was the seventies. Because if the movie was in the eighties. That's true. Yeah. That's you know, true. they did you know, they were probably like, fuck it, you know, like Gun case, me six, gun case should have been locked. Guns should have been unloaded. I'm going mean, to drink a six-pack of tab as I clean, clean my guns. Yeah, it's very frustrating to me because it really doesn't help uh, the argument for responsible gun ownership because this guy was such a fuck-up that his son shot shot mom well, playing what, with the gun. So, you know, but the kid didn't mean to do it. Obviously, no, you know, he's... obviously he's, it's an accident. 
And dad walks in, freaks out on the son, gives him a good old slapping on the face, yeah. drags the dead body inside his den where the guns are, opens up the glove, pulls up the bottle of Jack Daniels, like you said, yep. and has a drink with his dead wife. I took a picture of this because I thought it was yep. so eerie. He takes the construction paper that says, all clean by me, happy yep. birthday, and tapes it on his mom's chest. He he drinks and he pull, drinks. gives her some too. Yeah, he actually. So he wants to have the <gasps> ominous happy birthday music's playing. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, like a music box that's kind of yeah. running out of batteries. But I thought it was kind of sweet. He wanted to have one last drink with his wife. So Aww, he's <laughs> that's so sweet. What? And it's Ju- romantic. Junior kind of is hiding like, oh man. Yeah. But we fast forward what we 10 fast years? Forward, we have to fast forward roughly 10 years. I mean, cuz now Ed Junior's in college. Yeah, uh, and to be honest, Nick, for a guy who accidentally killed his mom and then was subsequently neglected by his dad, He's Ed like... is very well adjusted, right? But okay, he seems like a pretty happy-go-lucky guy. But he's hanging out, I guess, in the student lounge, and in the '80s, colleges. I mean, even fuck. And when I went to a school in Colorado, they had beer in the student lounge. Oh, is that where this was? Yeah, I, I would think it was a bar, but it was, you're right. Yeah, I think it's a student lounge. lounge. I mean, yeah. it could be a bar, but I, I vibed on student lounge, and they're yeah. like. Here it is, another fall break. All six of them: Mike, Linda, Sue, Ralph. Yeah, and Sue's, oh no, Sue's, Sue's not, there. not in this. Sue's scene. not in this scene. Sorry, but, but yeah, Mike and Linda and uh, Ralph and so Pam they're all bummed because it's fall break. They're not going to be able to do shit. Yeah, and any so plans? Want want? Yeah, like I remember, uh, was it Linda who said? Because they're in the they're in this lounge and they're having this right. um, ominous '80s music or '80s video game. Like I guess like a Pac-Man. Yeah. That's in the background, and so they're asking everybody what they're gonna do this fall break. And Linda goes, "I'm gonna get high score on the video machine." And Mike says, "I'm gonna watch." <laughs> that's kind of how he sounds. And I'm gonna watch. I've said that many times. And when I say it to you and Cheryl, you kind of freak out. Anyway, um, <laughs> the, what, what, but you know, boundaries, so, my friend. I boundaries. think, but the, you know, she doesn't say I'm gonna get high score on Donkey Kong or Pac-Man or Space Invaders or Qbert. She right. says, I'm going to get high score on the video machine. Right, Great. video machine. We don't know what game it is, probably because they couldn't afford the rights yes. to mention it, which is ridiculous because it would just be free advertising for whatever game it is. Anyway. Um, Ed gets a call from the bar. Ed gets a call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ed Jr. Ralph, Ralph's like, hey, uh, Ed, you got a phone call. And, of course, Ralph's the jokester. Yes. So they don't take him seriously. Whatever, Ralph. You just want my beer. You and know, he does. He's a dick. Yeah. He, he's my he's my Richie in this movie. Ralph is a... Uh, or that dickhead in Trick or Treats. Richie is a callback to Madman, which was, uh, Richie was the, the cause for the entire murder of all of his friends, so Nick has a lasting uh, hatred for Richie. Fucking hate him. From that episode, go back and listen to Madman. Anyway, um, yeah, Ed's got a call, and it's his dad telling him he's got to go winterize the condo, because uh, if no one, if, if you don't do it, no one will. Time to step up and be a man, things like a 10-year-old can do this, very easy stuff, it's really shut off the water, pour antifreeze in the pipes. You know, lock the doors, winterize it. It's not going to be used all winter. So he's telling his friends, you know, my dad wants to do this, uh, wants me to do this. As they drink Natty Light. Yeah, as they drink Natty Light. (laughs) Natural Light. Natural Light. Delicious beer. They had to get this. It's like Um, PBR nowadays. I guess uh, it was getting them sponsored. So um, Ed Ed Jr. wants no part of it. You know, my dad's been a jerk to me all my life. Ever since I accidentally shot my mom, my dad's been such a jerk. (laughs) What a douchebag. Obviously, the man's going through <laughs> some shit. And Mike, Ed. but Mike defends the dad. Mike, yeah. I'm going to make Mike fun of Mike throughout this whole podcast. It's he is be fun. He is um, the jock. I, 
Yes, and I would say as you know, as we put our slashy awards together, like he is the worst actor. I I, I, I I've written some of his lines down so I can, so I can try to read them like this. He yeah. is tall with blonde hair, and he, I talk like this, Andy. He's tall with blonde hair, and you can tell that's kind of what he's podcast like. kind of what he's gotten by on for most of his life. His, his, yeah, it's Linda's 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 uh, boyfriend in the movie, yeah. but he is the yeah. wor- he talks. Right. Okay. I'll well, shut. they decide that hey, we got nothing to do for fall break. You've got this condo. Your dad wants us to go winterize. Yeah, fuck it. you and your daddy issues. Let's just go. Let's just go to the condo. You know, kill two birds with one stone. No pun intended, but actually intended. And uh, let's go to the condo, hang out, and have a fun weekend, and winterize it per your dad's request. And they're like, yeah, I maybe, guess. maybe get laid. Yeah, let's do it. Well, yeah, I mean, it's three. Three, uh, couples. three couples. They each get their own bedroom. All, it's the eighties. Bang it out, dude. So, let's. Uh... We cut to a montage, a musical montage, <laughs> or well, they they go to the exterior of a of a hall, a dorm, or whatever, and uh, Ralph is coming out. After Ralph like, plays some jokes like Sue can't make it, yeah, Sue's Sue like, can't Fuck make off. it. Sue can't make it, guys. Sorry, she just has an exam that she's gonna have to retake. Whatever. And obviously, they they learn that he's joking. Sue's like, No, I can go. So the six of them pile into the caddy, and, and they take off for the condo. Let's get this road trip. On the road is what they say, <laughs> and then the, the car can't. They get so they got a cooler full of natty light, cooler full of beer, cooler full of natty Drinking light. Drinking while we go, and beep, I beep, loved beep. the opening title sequence was from OK Productions presents, <laughs> and I was like, this production is okay. Okay, <laughs> even though it's on top of my list for slashy movies, this is what episode fucking fourteen. Am I it right? It is. Yeah, no, this one's right up there with the movies we've watched. I really liked this one. It's wonderful eighties musical opening. And, we've and already it's talked got great about kills. Great, you get some bubes. You get you know yep. you get some Linda Buby, which we'll get to. But no really dr- no drugs. But I mean it's it's Beers. everything's there. And the movie does to me it it has a good flow to it. I never really get. Where, like, again, in episode five was Madman. Yeah. Where they're just walking through the fucking woods for, like, an hour. That's true. Like, Hurry That's the true. fuck up. So uh, the, There was a couple parts where I got bored couple. in this one, but a not A couple, very many. which we'll get into. But uh, they grab, uh, they're in Ed's shitty car. They take off, let the Yacht Rock music begin. Yep. Fall break, fall go and have a good time. This is, like, a montage of them road tripping. Yeah, up, beer, laughs, of fun. Uh, yeah, to the, yeah to and the coast. Um, I liked it because they uh, stopped midway. When they when they pulled over because uh, the car was uh, smoking, it, yeah, it's uh, overheats at a convenience store. Yeah, they're at a C store, and uh, I think that the shopkeepers at the store might have been like the actual civilian owners of that store where they were shooting. Their their names are Fred Tillery and Jenny Grice. I looked them up, and their only credit on IMDb is this movie. A I, lot. I really <laughs> think... Some of the main actors, those brother. True, I mean, but... I'm not trying to like, overstep but your... The way these people... <laughs> the way these two people acted in the show... Mike, this is Mike's only... I yeah. feel like that the, the, the director of the movie or whoever was running the show that day was like, hey, do you want to be in a movie? <laughs> You happen to be here at the store where we're shooting. Do you want to be in a movie? Sure. You, guy at the register, do you want to be in the movie? Sure. And they gave them their lines because it really felt like those people were reading their lines. (laughs) And they didn't have a lot to say. And again, you pointed out, too, there's a scene in the movie where Ralph is buying the beer and she's kind of like waiting. And I noticed that. I was like, what is she doing? The first time I watched it, you know, usually watch this movie two to three times. and But this, the first time I was like, why is she just standing there? And again, he grabs a beer. She... It's like walk. It's like cue. Right. You, know, she, like... you could tell she's like cued to walk through the back of the shot. And yeah. then uh, the storekeeper, the, the store owner talking to Ralph where there there's a big sign that says ten percent discount to seniors. Senior and, citizens. And Ralph is Ralph is like 
uh, how old you got to be to be get that discount? Sixty five. Sixty five. Sixty five. That's discrimination. A white white kid <laughs> in the eighties is telling a black older gentleman about discrimination. That's like, discrimination. I, I thought I thought they, but again, to Andy's point, this guy wasn't an actor, the the clerk. So I, I really thought he could have been like, you want to talk about discrimination, boy? I thought, like, yeah, that was their opportunity to make to a bit really of a go. Political and, statement. He's like, I'm a white law student, and I'll tell you, like, and I know this is a discrimination against young people to a black man in the 80s who's in his 60s who lived through some of the worst shit you know that super condescending i mean it you know again that's why ralph is we're a watching a, <laughs> ralph is ralph is a jerk he, he his He's acting wasn't that bad but like mike is the worst i've ever seen again well, we'll, we'll get more into that so but. ralph essentially talks the shop the shopkeeper owner into um tell you what you give me yes the 10 percent discount and i'll buy two six packs and we will both benefit and um, Nick and I are both too dumb to work out the math on that. But if the six pack was three dollars, right, at ten percent off, that would be two dollars and seventy cents. Right. So if he, he buys two, two six, six packs, packs with ten percent off, that's six dollars. So be five dollars. He, he only got the ten percent by buying two. So <laughs> I, um, in any case, he walks out. Who knew the beauty lady was going to turn to an algebra problem? Right. It, well, Fuck. what happens was the one, the, the female uh, uh, shopkeeper uh, was says to the male shopkeeper, they don't have names. They're just shopkeeper and shopkeeper's wife. Totally. And and she says, like, uh, just another dumb college student talking himself into buying two six-packs. Yeah, but Ralph, like, as they get yeah. back into the car, Ralph's proud of himself. He's proud. Well, he's, he's got a southern accent, too. That's to me because this is filmed in Atlantic Beach, North Carolina. Yeah. I am from North Carolina. I went to Atlantic Beach many times as a kid. Nice. Um, especially during this time, I went in the eight, like when I was uh, dating myself. Break. But fall break, yeah. gonna have so, okay. But after it, the shopkeeper scene, though, they pick the music back up. They, yes, and, and, it's, and, more they, and it's more montage getting up. to the place. But I, I did want to uh, jump back to when Ralph was bringing out the yeah. the twelve pack. Like, boy, have I got a story for you? You can hear Ralph's accent, so that's why I think <laughs> that Ralph is from North Carolina. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. And so probably participated in that Southern racism against people like the Jim Crow laws. Goddamn shit. <laughs> I voted for Jesse Helms. Well, I'm, now we're getting too political. Terrible. So they, um, they're they doing the montage. They pee. I love the scene where Ralph goes pee, but then they pull off. like He's joking, out like, in the field peeing, and he's going back to the car, and like, they just drive away. Hey, you guys wait up. That's such a funny gag. Oh, it's so hilarious. Such a funny gag. Um, <laughs> it's so... I mean, but it's, uh, it's, it's fall break. It shows them on the bridge, because they're driving apparently to an island. They're on a bridge, and there's a squad car that behind is, them. That's a true bridge in the they're all they're all acting... Uh, totally uh straight face because there's a there's a police squad car behind them and then he turns to he turns right off the road and then they subsequently notice that he's not there oh grab more beers and let's keep drinking which and, cop is it the one that yeah, lost his leg or the one that break, put, uh, so they and, finally pull to the they finally pull to the condo and the music um, stops the music wah, stops wah. i know because now we you know that's that's when okay the yeah. fall break yeah title of this movie yeah would have been great with that montage but oh, then, as sure. we get now, now that we're in the condo, yeah. now let's call the mutilator because this is when it starts to get mutilady. Is that a word? Mutil mutilation. Mutilatish. Yeah. Um, this is when it really comes up. So we'll we'll go to the mutilator. But they pull to the condo. Ed's throwing Ralph the keys, but he's like, "Dude, I don't need them because the it's door's already open." Yeah. They think it's a burglary. Places opened up. But when they get into the house, there's just a bunch of empty booze in the house, and so Ed, Ed yeah. just thinks it's his dad. My and dad was buddies. probably up here with some friends, just having. He he brings his drinking buddies up here, uh, and they tell old war stories and stuff. Because they think they're macho. Pam. And then Mike goes, "Macho, huh?" <laughs> and he looks, "Macho, huh?" 
And he like lifts that up by the collar kind of thing. Would you be pissed if I did the rest of the podcast like this, Andy? It wouldn't bother me because your volume would stay under control. Hey, but... fuck you, dude. I thought we were friends. I think the listeners. But now like I'm that. going to go. Sorry. <laughs> Pam notices a little uh, a, a glass of uh, water with some fresh condensation. So she's obviously think, like, yeah. how long ago do you think they were here? They want to call the cops. She wants to call the cops, mm-hmm. and of course, Ed, the virgin wants to call the cops. Pam is a virgin. Ed Ed Junior is like, don't worry about it. You know, they could have been here a couple hours ago. They could have been here he yesterday. T- yeah, he tells everyone to chill the fuck out. And yeah, my, my dad just likes to party. So, and they start looking <laughs> around the place. Uh, you know, Mike. Here comes. Okay. Yeah. This is the foreshadowing scene. Well, sure. This is all foreshadowing. Yeah, they start looking around the condo. Mike walks into the main living area where there's mounted animals all over the wall. And do you remember Ace Ventura 2? Oh, Ace Ventura 2, and he walks into um, the room with all the mounted animals, and he looks and he's freaking out. And he's just like, This is a lovely room of death. Oh, yeah. You know, bye bye <laughs> then. Yeah. That's what that made me think of. He's got fish on the wall, bobcats. Well, yeah, but deer. it is, and, deer, and ducks. ducks. But it, it is. I understand the fish and stuff. I mean, it is a coastal town. You'll see that. You know, oh, sure. Growing up on the coastal towns, the uh, this is again when we go back to the foreshadowing. Yes, this yeah. is the most foreshadowing scene I've ever seen. Awesome. And I want to go ahead and bring this up too, Andy. I don't know if you noticed this. Two people that are that die pick mm-hmm. up their own weapons or, or notice their own weapons. I did. Notice Sue that. and Mike. Yep. First, Sue, uh, who's got these cool like '50s glasses on, puts them on a dead deer's head and like starts looking around. And they're asking all these questions like. Hey, what's this? Uh, what? So Sue picks up the gaff, foreshadowing. That's what kills her. And so yeah. Ed Junior tells her the gaff gaff is what you when you have a big fish you, on the side of the it's boat. It's just a huge hook. Huge, huge hook. Yeah, like a, a huge fish hook with the same anchor on it. And then they talk about the, the a fishing pole that caught a shark. Uh, big Ed, I mean, uh, Dad or whatever he wants to call him. Uh, there's a pyramid weight, and it's uh, yeah. you know weights that go on fishing lines. They are heavier, but they're shaped like a like a pyramid. A, yeah, a pyramid. Yeah. Like you were calling them pyramid zingers, right? Yes, because it's what sinkers, sinkers, yeah. sinkers. Yeah, because they're weights that go you know and they're uh, they're shaped like pyramids. But they were throwing them into the wall, I guess, one night drunk. That's yep. what Ed Junior was saying that him and his dad and their but and his buddies do. They take this thing and they throw it into a wall. And I'm I'm. Google searching pyramid sinkers right and now. And they, I guess his dad did the best. They were trying to get it through the, the wall fully, but they only got it in like uh, three quarters of the way. So the dad put a frame around it. So Ed Jr.'s friends were like, oh, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. And then Mike goes, can you imagine if that went in your head? Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. And so, again, what, what this whole scene is, it's like, check out the things that you're going to die. Yeah. Um, when it comes to the first kill, I'm going to bring that up. But Linda does mention the spear gun. So oh. I'm just going to leave it right okay. there. But Linda does mention the spear gun. But uh, So after they kind of go through the room and they learn about all the the dad the junk, they go shit. say, let's go find the bedroom. They, they found a picture in oh, the yes. room. Oh, yes. Yes, thank a, you. So there's a framed photo. Framed photo. Of a dead man with uh, slashes all over his body. and Slash you. And, of course, uh, one of the one of the kids, I don't know if it was Mike or somebody, was like, Mike, what is this? And, what and, is this? And... <laughs> Sorry, and Ed Junior is like, "Oh, my dad, my dad ran that guy over with a boat prop, a know, sports boat, a sports yeah. boat." And and they all look at him, and he's like, "It was an accident." But it still begs the question: Why the fuck did you frame it? 
it's a it's literally a picture of a dead man. It's a picture of a dead man. Gashed. Huge open wounds on his body. Like not two, not th- not three. It's like yeah. four, five and, gashes and, all over and, his stomach. And he it's framed a... it, and it's here in the condo. Yeah, and no one freaks out. No one yeah. sits there and goes, no, "Hey, uh, Ed, I, uh, <laughs> I ran that guy over twenty years ago. It was an accident." No one sits. And I decided I would put it in a frame. What I mean, this, I know yeah. this is the eighties, but I still think that you would say like, "Hey, man, yeah. why would you frame a dead person?" And that dead person in the photo is actually the writer and director of this film, Cooper, Brad, Co- oh, I forget, Buddy, his name. Buddy Cooper. Thank fun, you. Fun so fact. that that that's uh, him in the uh, in the photo. But again, when Andy and I like, I, I know I say this a lot in our podcast, but we'll kind of discuss a little bit. But yeah. most of the time, it's just freestyle, like as we go. But we oh, did, this but- isn't scripted. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> If it was scripted, we would sound like Mike and talk. That's true. Oh, it, would. it would be fun. And real quick, as we go to find the bedrooms, the music yeah. to me is very Jaws-like. And John Williams, who did Star Wars, who did Jaws, who very famous conductor who's got his orchestra, shit like that. John mm-hmm. Williams. It had that... Ominous. Yeah. Very Great. ominous. Very good. So uh, Ed Jr. gives them their bedding uh, for the rooms. It's a three-bedroom place, you know, so they're big, unpacking, getting settled, that sort of thing. Big Ed comes back in our life. And um, they, uh, what? there's like a like a Mayan mask or something on the wall. Yeah, that I don't... Drop onto the floor, and you, that we know Big Ed is, we, we cut down to Big Ed, he's in the basement underneath, it, uh, off the garage. It's, it's like a, a it's, storage area. Yeah, it's, it's like a storage shed, because I do know enough to explain to our brothers and sisters out there in Slash U land that uh, most coastal towns, especially on the East Coast, because that's hurricanes are more known notorious to hit the East Coast. Okay. They're built on stilts. Oh, right. So you can, like, the water can run over. You still can park under there. It's usually a cement. But this one was interesting because it was a garage. It had a door. Yeah. But imagine, like, in the garage, you had, like, a little tool shed, a shed that's closed off a separate room. Right. And Big Ed is in there. Sleeping. Waking up. He hears commotion upstairs, and that's when he wakes up. Now, here's a question what, for real, you. I got one for you real quick. Okay. Hold, hold that question. I'm holding Please it. Tell me what the Mayan mask meant on the wall. Like, they talk oh. about the virgins. He said it was like some for women. It was what, a mask that was a Mayan rain god, it, but it was no foreshadowing. No, not not anything whatsoever. I just don't. I mean, maybe it was just to kind of keep the the interesting aspects of the room going. I mean, the fill, dad's fill weird shit. Time. Yeah, yeah, dad has weird shit. <laughs> fill some time. We just got to make this movie longer, uh, which we've seen. We've yes. seen that in our other oh, movies. Shit. The um, tons of times. Oh yeah, Ed Junior explains. Like, I think my dad stole it. He went on a hunting trip to whatever down in central america and he was Boise, Idaho. picked this thing up it represented the mayan rain guy mayan, yeah and he talks about sacrifice human sacrifice the women like and they're like so, uh, they but they only do they up. only kill they only kill virgins and so the mayans, Ra- yeah. the mayans and so yeah. ralph goes well we're all safe are we and he looks at pam he looks at pam and pam's yeah. like fuck you and walks yeah. off and and fucking ed homeboy's like dude don't do that to my girl yeah well you're picking on my girl she's a virgin Sue um, notices a battle axe is missing. My question, though, about oh, Big so Ed. Oh, so sorry, brother. Yeah. I'm so sorry, man. Do you think, is it possible that Big Ed is not crazy? He was just extremely hungover and cranky at being woken up. And the events of the rest of the movie are just him being angry. Because <laughs> he was obviously, <laughs> he obviously had been on a huge binge drink, either alone or with some friends. And he decided to pass out in the tool shed off the garage and he got woken up and he's just mad <laughs> there's only been like a and i've had some hangovers there's only mm-hmm. been like one or two where i've felt like man if i hear that you know next door neighbor's lawn mowing mowing his mm-hmm. lawn fuck you you know like where i would actually kill him i have <laughs> i've been hung over too where it's to the point where it's literally painful <laughs> to lift my head or open my eyes or hear <laughs> sounds so i 
could be driven to near madness. What if he just uh, wanted to? Hangovers. What if it wasn't a hangover? What if he just really wanted to kind of get rid of everybody so he could have some one-on-one time with his son? With his son. And like yeah. this whole time, he just wanted a hug. Son. Like all these people could have lived if he just could have gotten right. a hug. He's been through some therapy, and right, he really actually he asked Ed Junior to winterize the place as a setup for to for one-on-one time. He's gonna be there. He's gonna surprise him. <laughs> son, I've gone through some therapy over the last several years after you accidentally killed your mom, and I've decided. <laughs> We need to start our relationship as father and son. But Ed Jr. shows up with these five other friends. And he's like, fuck, I thought this was Big us. Ed is like, God damn it, I'm going to have to kill all these kids. I'm gonna <laughs> Just to, to get a them. hug for my son. I'm, think, I'm thinking that that's probably more likely. <laughs> so uh, so Big Ed's waking up in the storage area of the garage. We cut back to the kids. Well, but, he's but we, dreaming. He's dreaming. Well, no, 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 no. We, 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 we. Yeah. We have to go back to Sue. She says, oh. like, hey, what's what's missing here, oh, fucking right. Junior? Right, right. Ed Jr. And he's like, oh, a battle axe. So Pam won't shut the fuck up. Then she's like, oh, she hears that. She's like, oh, fuck. Let's call the cops if the fucking battle axe is missing. So something's missing. And so then he, yeah. Ed looks at Pam and goes, no, you're the fucking battle axe. No, I'm just kidding. That would be a great line, though. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> um, but, you know, so, but the battle axe is missing. Foreshadowing. Yeah. So uh, then so we go to Big Ed, who was yeah, sleeping with sleeping with and, said battle axe. And he, he, right, he's holding it like, yep. a, like a teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> It's a it's a decent battle axe, man, and he's dreaming about killing his son as a kid. He's dreaming about killing his child son. He's dreaming about shooting him, dreaming about stabbing him in no, the no. cutting his These throat. are weak kills. Did you notice the kills? I mean, you watched this a couple times, like, yeah. But did you notice that the blade never touched the oh, throat? Yeah, when they do the fake cut his throat. It yeah. seriously is just they put it like a it's like a little piece of it's so it tears the skin. It's it's right. again an eighty well, it's special makeup. effects. You can I know. See, you can see the seam of the makeup on but his neck. It but the blade yeah. well the yeah. it never touches him. Yeah. It's just pulling his Well uh, I just fix. thought that it was really dark. Oh this, it was this man is dreaming dreaming about, about killing murdering a child. And we just talked about maybe a hug, but I guess that's out of the question. I guess not. So. Boy was I wrong about yeah. like uh like I and when I saw real quick, I want to bring this up too, Andy. When I saw these kills, because this is kind of the first kind of killing we're seeing, like, and I was like, they're so cheesy and fucking lame. I was like, yeah. this is gonna be a disappointing fucking kill flick, and boy was I fucking wrong. You're definitely happy with the results, dude. Yeah. So uh, they are just settling in. Yeah, right? they're they're upstairs right. laughing, yeah. uh, drinking natty light, natural light. We should get a beer sponsor, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, uh, they have dinner. Is they it? have dinner, and, and then they all like go want to go hang out. But Mike and Linda want to fuck because Mike and Linda are like let's go for a walk on the beach. Let's go for a walk on the beach, Linda. And and uh, Ralph. Linda's kind of hot. Ralph and Sue said like, "No, we're gonna we're gonna stay here, so we might catch up with you later." And so Mike and Linda decided uh, they go down to the lower level of the uh, condo out into the garage to explore a little bit. Kind of make out a little bit. Yeah, and this is they're looking at the shed. Senior's already left his shed where he's sleeping, so. What's fun about as they're exploring, oh, Mike he's still Linda, in his shed. Oh yeah, he's yeah, yeah he's watching, but he they he's but, in a different like room. There's like two rooms, which makes sense. It's just like little, yeah. it's you know, a little like fencing. Yeah, it's like little yeah. deck fencing. You know, it's like you could see. Yeah. But what's so rad about this is we get some great foreshadowing. Big foreshadowing here. They see yeah. the hooks, not hooks. They're nails that come out of the they're wall. Pegs almost in the wall. They're but they're sharpened. sharp. And uh, Linda says, says like, yeah. why, you know, what are these for? And Mike's like, they're for hanging nets. And, you know, I'm going to talk like that. <laughs> they are for hanging nets. And Linda, rightly so, says, well, why are they so sharp? Yep. 
and um, that's what that's foreshadowing. foreshadowing. He's gonna hold their body soon. He's gonna hold, yeah. So senior watches from his little sleeping shed. Yeah, and and uh, Linda and Mike, uh, they notice uh, an outboard motor. But before they also uh, notice a pyramid weight. Pyramid weight, but yeah. um, they, the outboard motor, an outboard motor. You know, do you think this is the kind of one that he? that he ran over that other guy with like no it's too small sort of thing and linda is about her hands on the doorknob because no because he's because mike uh senior's watching them because they're starting to get busy yeah he takes uh some pliers and tries to he wants wants to see them titties (laughs) and so she's like well hold on uh sailor yeah pun intended let's go in the shed and as she's She's about to open that door uh pam upstairs like linda we need your help come up here (laughs) that was good so they're like on our Mike's like on our way on our way and so they they take they want you know basically they wanted to do it yeah Uh, they're safe for now for now so but they do end up going for a beach walk later after dinner yeah because after the dinner chores Mike and Linda say fuck that we're not gonna do any chores we're gonna walk the beach You know, walk the beach if you know what I'm saying. Like right, they're they're like right. they want to probably touch butts. Um, it's uh it's very cute. They, they, they frolic the beach. They, they another version of uh, fall break. Yeah, they uh, right. You're right. They there's right. There's happy music playing. They come upon uh, a swimming pool. No, that, let's go back to what they they go back to the foursome because now Mike oh, and Lynn are gone. So they're playing fucking Monopoly. Monopoly. Yeah, Ed Junior, Pam, uh, Ralph, and Sue are all playing Monopoly. Yeah, and so they they get bored. I mean, wouldn't you? Ralph comes in. And he's all mischievous, jumps over the game, you know, and he's just like, I'm bored. And they're like, what'd you do? He's, he apparently had gone to the bathroom, and they're like, what'd you do? And he's like, where's uh, Mike and Linda, you know? And they're like, what What did you do? And he's like, don't worry about it. You find out later he'd hung like a like a fun dummy. Uh, yeah, to scare the door everybody. To scare yeah. them. Uh, but I only noticed that on my second watch through, where Ralph's like, don't worry about it. And they're like, you put, set up some sort of prank, didn't you? And I think like, Sue what? was the best actor. 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 Yeah, uh, actor. I think Sue was the best actor. It's because her when she's like, I know that smile. I've seen that smile. You've done something fucked up. Yeah. He's like, no, fuck that. <laughs> but they get bored of Monopoly, so they say, hey, wait, bored of Monopoly? <laughs> <laughs> That's impossible. Are you fucking kidding me? The game that takes six hours and literally is that doesn't make any sense. Always makes fucking grandma pissed. Um, I've never finished a game. <laughs> You're not missing shit. So I think I finished one. They decided to go on a walk. They just—they de- decided to leave it on pause, and they say, "Hey, let's go catch up with Michael Linda." They all take off on the beach, leaving the leaving condo sliding wide door wide open. Well, it was the '80s. I, I so made the same stupid. note, but I was like, "Whatever." Yeah. But then they do. Michael Linda find some fuck water. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean pool. I mean, they find a pool. Fuck water, <laughs> dude. It must be. Um... <laughs> My impression was this was some sort of clubhouse area of the condo association. Yeah, no, I did Because there's some signs on the wall about pub and grill, and this pool is winterized. There's a big, like, inflatable, like, bubble over it. They have a lot of chlorine there's in it. There's all kinds of plants that have been obviously brought, brought in, in. Good call. For the winter, and, um, right, Linda says, like, it smells like chlorine. Do you think it's going to hurt us? And Mike's like, no, probably not. It will. It will it kill will, herpes. Yeah, it will kill her herpes. And Linda's like, yeah. Is, He's not know. a robot. He's just a really bad actor. I, I didn't know that was something I had to be concerned about. Yeah, because robots can't get herpes. But they did in this scene to make it look cloudy and fill with chlorine. They actually filled it with milk. I didn't know that. They filled it with milk because the that's the, a huge the sw- waste of milk. It is. <laughs> Got milk. Oh God. 
<laughs> I'm sorry I said that. Um, they, But I think they did it because the actors weren't full nude, maybe topless. I know we saw a little butt from uh, Linda, but, you no, know, to keep... We saw to, her boobs. We saw, oh, definitely saw a her boobs. A little, little saw ways boobs. later. Yeah. And, but, I mean, she also... They take what, off their clothes, and then when they jump in, you see her in a bikini as they're jumping in. Yeah. It's a continuity error that's pointed out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But again, you know, so they, they looks like they're naked because that's what we're supposed to assume. But again, mm-hmm. you know, with, with the camera over there, if it was a clear pool, you would definitely see, mm-hmm. you know, probably titty and some floating balls and shit like that. So, And we're also to assume that it's fairly dark in there. There's some lights that they turned on that are around the pool, but the pool's cloudy. And it's somewhat dark in there. And the uh, other, and while this is happening, the others continue to walk the beach casually, looking for Mike and Linda. Right, and a um, a beach cop. No, this is a way we got we got time for that. We do. Yeah. Oh. Ed Junior, uh, who's trying to get laid by the Virgin, uh, right. writes her name in the sand, and she's like, "Hey, how are you gonna eat? You that's sweet, but even though I'm not gonna give you any nook nook, are we still cool?" And he's like, "Well, tonight you're not giving me nook nook, but what about in the morning?" Again, it's like, hey, man, no means no, dude. Leave it alone. Yeah, no kidding. So Mike and Linda are making out in the pool, and they just they decide to play this weird game of tag where they like go underwater, and then one comes up. It, it reminded me of the hot tub scene in Mad Men, you know, where it took like eight minutes for because you know, like again, watch, listen to our episode of Mad Men or watch Mad Men. The it's hot tub scene is fucked, it's and weird. so that reminded me of that. And this, this was is, one of those things that sort of drawn. It went on a little long for me. It reminded me of it reminded me of Mad Men, but then we go into we start, but okay, Linda's starting to show some beauty. Yeah. So she's floating on her back, yeah. and and on this milky water on her milky boobs. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I edited that out. Um, <laughs> she's floating on the milky water, and and she's just you know her boobs are out. Big Ed swims up from beneath, drags her underneath to drown her. He then carries her body out of the water over his shoulders. Yeah. Andy, this kill. Yeah. was supposed to be with a spear gun. It was. I saw this kill, and I was like, again, I was like, this isn't going to be bloody at all. Right. But they couldn't get it to work on the day of the shot. Oh, they were like, they, they couldn't get, you know, because maybe the red on the white, like, or, or yeah. the gun mechanism. So the day of the shoot, like, and they couldn't do it, and they, you know, you're on a fucking time schedule. So they just said, he'll drown her. Drown her. So, so he, 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 his hands come up out of the water around her head and pull her under. Mm-hmm. And she, she is drowned. And I got to tell you, Nick, she's lucky. The way she died, yes. she's lucky. <laughs> I can't, dude, I can't tell you. Like, because the next kill, which we're going to get, it's, I'm not going to She's lucky. Tell. So Mike realizes that she's gone, and he's, Mike's like, a WTF? Like, he's like, where's, where's Linda? Yeah. And this is where his actually, in my opinion, acting really shines. Uh, he thinks Linda's playing a game with him. Yeah, he um, climbs up out of the, the pool the, and the clothes are all gone. Yeah, and so he's like, he puts on his pants, but then that jump scare when he sees the shoe and he's like, there you are. And so he... he turns the corner. And turns the corner. It's just, just a like a yeah, cardboard cutout. Cut some wacky and, and, But he finds her shoe and so this is the line. So, you know, he's still just wearing pants and shirtless. Yeah. What I really want is my jacket. Yeah. Say, like, you're pretty good at this. <laughs> so Mike <laughs> so runs... like the, yelling to her to, if you're going to leave clothes on the ground for me to find... I, <laughs> I'd really like my jacket, please. But he runs back to the condo and goes to the garage. Well, the uh, 
yeah, the killer is Big Ed is leaving a trail of clothes, leading him back to the cop. Because we're not we're not to, we're not to the cop yet that approaches the foursome. Oh, I thought we were. No, not yet. Mike runs back to the condo and he goes to the garage. Oh. And he sees the undergarments laying all around the garage, and he's like, again, he thinks Linda's playing a game. Yeah. So we get the jump scare. He opens up one of the sheds, and it, there's nothing there's in the. It's like gr- a pair of waiters hanging yeah. on the other side of the door, and it scares everybody so when they open it. Then he opens. Oh. He's like, well, then here I come, and. And, and uh, as he opens it, this is all you in. Big Ed, and he's holding the, the small outboard motor, and he's revved it up. The, so the, the small prop, outboard motor that the prop is uh, the outboard motor that was there in the garage earlier, yeah. and he the prop is uh, turning. He's got it turning, and at first I thought it was a chainsaw, but it's not. So did I. So did I. And um, stabs it right into Mike's chest, and Mike says some of the best acting I've ever seen. I've got that. This getting is... hit with a with a with a motor propeller, oh. and he's just going oh. As he drops. As he slowly sinks to his knees, and huge open gash wounds are on his chest, bleeding, hemorrhaging blood, and he's like, oh, oh, falling to his knees. It's my Dick Shot Kill of the Week. Dick Shot Kill of the Week! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Andy, I will put this on our social media pages for uh, our viewers to see. If they don't want to watch this video themselves, I will show them Andy's Dick Kill Shot of the Week. Yeah. This Um, was a. This is when you knew, like, I was like, good, bad. Good, bad acting. Good, bad acting. I was highly entertained by his acting <laughs> because of how bad it was. Okay, no, I dig that. I'm just glad he was like the second kill. Linda, I was hope because Linda, I thought was okay. The yeah. video machine, yeah. <laughs> but so we have we right now we're at two kills, three yeah. kills if you include the mom. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Ed Senior dad, father decides yeah. to take their bodies and. Like, in, in the yeah. movie poster, it shows them hanging, like, on a hook. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're oh, close. he just sort of stabs, their stabs them into those sharpened, pe- sharpened pegs that are on the wall. Yeah. He, he stabs their head into those hooks, that or those pegs, pegs. as yeah. you would say, those sharpened pegs. Yeah. So, um, the gang is still looking. They're on the beach still. Yeah, yeah. Yep. they don't find anything, but a cop approaches. Yeah, be- beach cop uh, wants to know what's going approaches, on. startles him, of course, and he's just like, what are you doing? Because there's nobody else What's a beach around. cop? I don't know. He's, not... he's just a cop at the beach. Yeah, but I didn't think he was like... Yes, he's wearing the North Carolina State Atlantic. Oh, he is? Because yes. like, they tell him, Pam sort of says, oh, you know, the place was open and there might be something. He's missing. like, I'll take note of it, but I'm I'll not going to make it official it. until you call me tomorrow. Yeah, which made me think he was like more of a security guard. Than no, cop. he's a cop, dude. Um, in any case, he's grilling him. I didn't mean to yell at you, I'm sorry. I feel hurt. I'm okay. just kidding. The, uh, they're the only ones there. And so he's obviously like, what are you doing here? Why are you here? And they're like, oh, we're staying in my dad's condo. We're winterizing it and blah, blah, blah. Um, the cop explains, yeah, the place is a ghost town. There's nobody else around. Or graveyards. The graveyard, high yeah. a graveyard. There's no one else around. But there's some thunderstorms rolling in. You don't want to be on the beach and get struck by lightning. Maybe you should, you know. Call it a night. Head, go back to the call house. Call it a night. Head Bring high. some natty lights back at the house. Uh, we do hear some rumbling of thunder. There's no follow-up on that at all in the movie. Well, so thor- yes. thunderstorms that are rolling in. Never yeah, we never see, we never see rain. But I mean, that's <laughs> it's probably a special effect thing. Like, ah, oh, we can we can't really afford the sounds and the and the lightning and the thunder. So, uh, yeah, but the dialogue is already there. Well, we'll just so make it the storm. Them. So the storms never roll in. Don't worry about put it. Put your headlights on and off yeah, and make it look like lightning. The uh, cop actually went back to. Uh, he went his, toward the con- their condo. Yeah, the squad car, and he called in as a. Uh, the gang looks for Mike and Linda. They continue to look, but the yeah. cop goes to their condo because he's like, 
I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna go check on the burglary. He calls it a bad in, move. Though. He calls in where he's at, and they're like, "Yeah, we know where you are." And he's just like, "I'm just uh, reporting at 10:38, and I'll be following up." I looked up 10 codes. 10:38 actually stands for uh, a stopping us uh, or sus- suspicious vehicle. It's nothing. It's not. It's not applicable in this situation. Applicable. Good word. 10:38 was just a. Just say 10:38. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I would not have thought about that. That's I a good was like, call, I'm Andy. Look it up and see if that's a legitimate. That's a, code. That's a, that's it a... is, and it stands for stopping, uh, stopped or suspicious vehicle. So the cop continues to to look around the condo. Yeah. Again, a bad move. Yeah. Um, because uh, he meets up with dad. Yeah, big, big Ed. Ed. And uh, he gets like a fence post to the cheek. Stabs him in the face, like, like right the... in the cheek. Yeah. And th- that was a great scene. Like, I was like, that could kill the dude. Yeah. But in- no, so he takes up his battle axe, chops his head chops off. Chops his head right off, and we see the whole thing. Oh, I-, I got this for video, too. In fact, I sent the video to our new friends, uh, uh, the Gore Score okay. podcast, uh, nice. which we'll give shout-outs to later. But I sent them that scene nice. as we were talking back and forth, because we all love horror movies here. Who doesn't? Yeah. I have that on video too, Andy. The only, the only one I really didn't get was Linda's. Linda's I, drowning. Linda's drowning. I didn't do that. I didn't that do Ralph's. I didn't do Ralph's. That was I, dumb too. You got to leave something for these folks to go watch. All right, but I did. Okay, we'll go ahead. <laughs> this was a great. Uh, it's awesome. Yeah. It's a. It's it's. It surprised the fuck out of me. <laughs> and I have to. I know. I don't really have to cuss that much. Yeah. But it surprised okay. the fuck out of me. Four dead. So uh, Big Ed drags the cop's body into the little shed and um stabs it up into the pegs on the wall stabs the head up and then he props props the body up underneath it with (laughs) with the cop's flashlight secured uh shining upwards at his face um pretty uh (laughs) i feel like big ed's laughing i I, the second time i watched it i was like is he laughing (laughs) this is where we need to also maybe remind folks that big ed's a hunter and he's a trophy hunter so he's into trophies so that's why he likes mounting He likes mounting his victims Dude, on the wall of this. Of that this was shed. fucking right. Everyone, take a moment there to get. That was a good man. Let's give a high five right there. Praise me. Don't say Bruno shit though. No. That was good, man. That was brilliant. Yeah, he's so a trophy he's hunter. He's a trophy so, hunter. Yes. Of course, he's gonna secure his. Trophies. I never would have. I'm not a hunter. I mm-hmm. never would have thought about. Dude, that's fucking. I like that a lot. Our our gang of four give up looking for um, Mike and Linda and go back to the condo they get bored of monopoly but again i, I noted that uh sue keeps playing with that calf sue keeps playing with that big hook the gaff mm-hmm. nice um they decide to play blind man's bluff the stupidest fucking game do you want to go over the rules i was so pissed these guys are what are they fucking eight they're, they're what the fuck this game and I, I i okay i watched this movie i actually watched it two and a half almost three times and really yes and i because I think I wanted to go back to Blind Man's fucking bluff. Yeah, I mean, if really... I... Granted, let's say Nick goes back into his 20s and someone said, Hey, Nick, you want to play Blind Man's bluff? I mean, fuck you. Give me a beer and a joint and suck my dick. I, and let's go find girl or, or, or partners. You know, like, <laughs> Blind Man's bluff is the... St- okay, sorry. The game is this. And I don't know if... Maybe maybe you should tell the rules, Andy. Well, I'm, this I'm was, uh, number one, obviously, a um, bit of a time filler. So it's Sue, Ralph, Ed, and Pam. Sue, Ralph, Ed, and Pam. One of them has to be it. Yes. Uh, whoever's it. Sue is going to be Sue it. Sue decides she wants to be it and has to turn off all the lights in the condo while the other three go out uh, outside with their beers. Uh, it's essentially a, like a reverse hide and hide seek. Hide and seek. So um, she hides so somewhere. Sue then is going to hide somewhere in the condo. The rest of them have to come inside and look for her. Uh, whoever <laughs> finds her needs to either sit or stand near her. Uh, while the others continue to 
to look. But, so. but Blind Man, what is Blind... I thought they were going with it. That's why I had to go back a few times. Their eyes aren't closed. It's just dark. But even if you turned all the lights out in here, which, you know, they are yeah. off. This is... Um, but th you still could see them, but they make it like they're go walking right. around like... This is a question I had. It is... Uh, I think it's one of those movie magic suspend your disbelief things where we can see as the audience, but you have to understand that for them, it's probably pitch black or super dark. Or you're supposed to assume it's super. Oh, dark. we're going back. Do you back remember Madman? Madman again. Man, we've when, been going and, back. Yeah, we've referenced Badman a lot. In that, in that movie, there's a lot of scenes in the woods at night. And yeah, I dig it. Us as the audience need to be able to see to understand what's going on, whereas the people, the characters in the movie, apparently can't see. And I think and it would be same, it would be dark on the beach. There I would think be the same especially is true with all. Okay, it's not I, like there's street lights. You call me down. Thank you, Doctor Davos. Yep, you're welcome. I appreciate that because I was left. Because I was, you know, because yep. Senior tries to get in as Sue is trying to fight, but she thinks it's Ralph cheating. Yeah. Senior is trying to get into the fucking door, but she says she pushes the door back, locks, and Lots goes, it. "Not, not Ralph. No cheating." Yeah. So they try to find Sue as Big Ed stalks the condo outside, but. Again, like I was like, are they blind? Thank you for that. I, I think it Sue was a madman scenario. Down in the kitchen and the behind rest of them, like a cooler, yeah, behind, a, the, behind the natty cooler against the wall, and the rest of them are um, seeking her out. Uh, uh, Pam and... acts like she's Helen Keller. She's like, can't even see <laughs> they, shit. Right? They're all acting like they can't see uh, <laughs> when we could see. But so when you watch this movie, go ahead and assume that it's pitch black uh, because they're feeling around along the walls, and of course. Pam finds uh, Sue first. She ends up, you know, hiding underneath the table that, that Sue's sitting on. Then Ralph comes along, feeling grab... along the wall, and he grabs Sue's boobs. Yeah, that's Sue kisses him a little bit, and then, and then she he says he sits next to Pam and hides under the table. Table next to Pam, and he tries to do the same thing to the virgin, but she says She's fuck like, no, and she away. slaps his hand. He tries to grab her boob too because Ralph's the jokester. Senior and... is now in the house though. Yeah, and Ralph tries to grab. Ralph tries to grab because he thinks it's uh, Ed Junior. Ed Junior. So he's about to grab his leg, mm -hmm. which again is pitch dark. How would you fucking see mm -hmm. it, you dick? But Pam says, "No, don't let it. Don't let it know we're here." Mm -hmm. Ed Junior is walking through, and he's getting to the kitchen where they're all mm -hmm. hiding out. And fucking his dad is about to clobber him, clobber his boy with a long ass crowbar. Mm -hmm. um, but he's scared off when the uh, lights are cut back on and. Ed he knows everybody. Fridge. Hey, does anybody want a beer? Want a beer. Game over. Senior yeah. checks out. But and as the game of Blind Man's Bluff, we're is never done. playing that game. Me, you, stupid Why Jody, and I? Cheryl are never playing. Well, no. let's play it next. Let's play it Wednesday. You want to? Yeah. After Before we record for uh, after we yeah. No, um, we're not doing that. Pam is still worried about Mike and Linda. There, I wanted Ralph, to point out. Yes, yeah, so, I'm sorry, brother. I'm Ed Senior. Big Ed is sneaking around the house. There's some kind of. And in my opinion, some Michael Myers esque sounds. That's Friday the Thirteenth. There's that, yeah, okay. Jason, Jason Voorhees. Yeah. That's what I meant. There is a little bit of that. Did you notice that? Mm -mm. He's like walking up the steps at one point, and there's like. See, that's interesting. You bring that up because I, I heard Jaws. You oh. heard you heard Michael Myers. Like that's rad. I think yeah. that's so cool that you know Jason that, Voorhees. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, that you kind of hear that. You know, right. that kind of that, you know, placate that kind of uh, that music right. that kind of comes in because I heard Jaws and I thought that was kind of interesting because it is a coastal <laughs> town and they were having like even Ed when he back in the you know he's like you know he kind of made a reference to the the, the thing song but so um, they get done with their game Pam is still worried about Mike and Linda Ralph reassures her that they're just relaxing right. after a tough week and then Pam who really isn't kind of cool with Ralph she goes you know he's kind of a nice guy yeah some genuine compassion from Ralph it's there been you a go. tough week yeah that, that's a good call they're just out they're just out unwinding having some fun don't worry about them 
and you're like, wow, it's the first like actual seriousness from Ralph, um, which is great. And that's where, yeah, Pam's just like, he's, you know, he's not that bad. So they all yeah, go to bed. They all go to bed. Exactly. Uh, Ed tries to get naked with Pam, but she's like, dude, nope, you... nope, nope. That's our deal. Yeah, she's a virgin, and guess what? That's she's a virgin, and yeah. guess what happens? She lives. I think that's a horror movie trope, slasher movie trope, right? Another we haven't that. used trope in a long. Yeah, time. that's a good good call, but brother. The uh, that's a rule. The virgin always lives. Have sex, you die. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the Ralph. Hold on, I gotta and, sneeze. Uh oh. Ralph and uh, Sue making out in bed. What do we forget? A condom. Sue, yeah, Sue's like, oh, Ralph, we, we forgot, forgot something. something. And he's like, no, hang on, I think I have something. She goes, no, not that. I've got one in my wallet. No, we, not that. We yeah. forgot to lock up. And he's like, oh, come on, you know. Um, so Sue says, no, go downstairs and lock up. And then um, she starts unbuttoning her blouse. Like, if you do it, you'll see you some do it. I got something to show you. And some titty. We, we cut to, like, a quick, like, two times speed of him getting his pants on and his shirt back on. And he, like, waves to her and bows and then walks out the door and shuts it. That was the most stupidest. Like, I did not expect that. Like, <laughs> it was like the Benny Hill. Like, I don't yep. know if I'm Benny Hill. I'm dating yeah. myself. but It's, it's like, like a five-second thing, yeah. Yeah, like where you just speed up. Like, you know, you're pretty much saying, hey, if you go do this, I'll show you some titty. So he's like, whoa. Like like, car- he's like a cartoon Cartoon, character. like putting on a shirt, getting everything ready and to go check on Mike and Linda <laughs> and to lock up the condo. And he knocks on the he knocks on Pam and Ed Jr.'s door. And he's like, hey, if you guys hear somebody oh. moving around downstairs... Don't shoot. It's just good. Me. I'm locking up. That was a great accent. Of, that sounded just like That him. was Ralph. That's what Ralph sounded Andy like. just did Ralph, but... It's like he's in the room. As he's locking up the condo, though, um, he can't find he's going to try to find Mike and Linda, but hey, just so you know, he's not going to find Mike and Linda, Andy, because they're already dead. Yep. Their heads not. are hanging on hooks right below his they feet. They sure are. And he's in the garage... Ralph, yeah, he Ralph talks to himself as he looks, and he's not yeah. funny. He's like doing like he's doing imitations. He he's a tool. Yeah, Ralph is. is a tool. Like even though he dies, like I I was like yay, like it was one of those kills that was like yay. So like, he Linda, are you in here? And then he's like, why am I whispering? There's no one else on this island. Yeah, yeah, and so he's, he's like, like, Mike, Linda, we gotta lock up for the night. Come upstairs. He sees the panties on the door. Like I don't know if we went through that already, but. The, from the clothing, the clothing, yeah, we did. like and the panties are still hanging yeah, the, there. Yeah, the the undergarments are around the the so house. He so. assumes they're in there getting dirty, and he even goes so far as to grab a hammer and nail. And he's like, "If you guys won't come out, I got to make sure that you're I wrote, safe for the I night." I wrote that in my notes, Andy. He, if he would have done that, he would have lived. <laughs> so he was so close to hammering and nailing that to door keep them safe because they want to lock keep them safe for the night. But he he goes, you yeah, know what? Be safe, I just can't do that. To, I just can't do that to you guys. So he doesn't. <laughs> this is like he's uh, like that would be too much. Of this a is prank. like body count. We're doing a time. Right. We're going to soft fucking southern gentleman. So he opens that door. Oh. And Big Ed's there with a pitchfork. And, to the throat. And and uh, Ralph has enough time to raise his eyebrows, and he gets a pitchfork to the throat and screams. Yeah, he, he which, fucking freaks out. So it must have missed his windpipe. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. I'm, my laughter. I'm sorry if it's bugging you guys. Uh, the six, Great well, probably five listeners now. Hey, yeah. I'm not... <laughs> Weed smoking, not cigarette smoking. Well, so I don't even smoke that much weed. I'm, I'm too old for this. He gets stabbed in the throat and lifted up. Lifted up. Well. Yeah, he lifted. He lifted them up. Uh, but what I thought was, I wrote this. So, uh, Senior uh, takes that pitchfork and he fucking sticks it to the back of the shed door. Yeah. Uh, leaves Ralph to hang out because he's out. Of... <laughs> uh, I know. I, I kind of wrote ha ha ha. He's get out it. of. Uh... 
He's hanging out. And, well, he's out of uh, pegs to, to hang people, so he stabs the pitchfork all the way into the door to, to hang Ralph. Again, look, we posted on our Instagram. We, I put the poster up there. The posters not show their heads. Obviously, they can't do that because mm-hmm. it's for the public, but it just shows them all still alive, hanging on hooks. But these, yeah. these or the, not the hooks, the pegs, which yeah. is how Andy described it, and it's a perfect way to describe it. Thank um, you. So Sue, who's looking savvy in this nightgown, she was, yeah. She's, she gets she, worried. Ralph's she gets not worried. Back. So she looks for him. So then Senior grabs the gaff. Senior's grabbing the gaff that Sue was really enthralled with. Yeah. Pam wakes up and walks into the Ralph joke that you talked about, like yep. the the dummy, because Pam can't she, sleep. She walks into uh, uh, Mike and Mike and Linda's room. Yes, yeah, so they're not there. Yeah, and there's this stuffed dummy that falls down in in front of her in the doorway and Don't scares. Scare. Her. And she's like, "Damn it, Ralph!" You yeah, and so that then, was the joke that Ralph was was setting, setting up, up like, earlier when they were all playing Monopoly. Then she goes to look for uh, Ralph and Sue. They're not there. She runs back to Ed and says, "No one's fucking here." Wake up! She Wake says, up! We got- the other kids aren't here. The kids aren't here. <laughs> what? They're your peers. Well, they fucking played blind man's buff. Yeah, they are bluff or whatever. They are fucking kids. So, so he's just like, leave me to sleep. You know, bad a... enough. I'm not getting laid. No, I'm not getting sleep. <laughs> That's what Mike uh, Ed Junior says. I want to call him Mike Ed Junior. Ed Junior doesn't say like he said. Oh, that. He That's <laughs> bad enough. I'm not getting laid. Now I'm not getting any sleep. That's right. It's like, whoa, man. That's that's a great way to not get laid ever. Just go ahead and keep doing that. Oh um, God, man. Very it's... very smooth. Again, Sue, she just, I love that nightgown. Yeah, um, but they, they do find Sue. Pam and, Pam and uh, Ed yeah, they, Jr. Um, hook up with Sue. But and Senior is stalking this whole time. They're like, it's so at this point they're worried, and they're like, we need to, maybe we should go to the police. Yeah, so Sue is um, freaking out So because um, three of their friends are missing, but they think they're hiding. They, Even Ed Jr. says there's no place to hide. Right. Pam decides they need to leave and go get help. So, Sue won't leave without Ralph. Right. One last look. So they, they bad uh, call. Well, that's the thing. They, Sue goes upstairs to get dressed. Yes. And that's when Pam and uh, Ed Jr. noticed that the kitchen door is open. They had they thought it was locked up. And they go, Sue, hurry up. So Sue's dressed. Uh, but yeah, she convinces Sue convinces them. Let's all take one last look for Ralph. You guys go that way. Like, you know, like Scooby-Doo. Like, why the fuck does Fred always get to go with all the two hot chicks? I and mean, he's just Shaggy and Scoob. It's just Fred and Daphne. There's no, no it's Thelma. Thelma's not a hot chick. She is. Have oh, you seen okay. some of these cosplays? Well. Oh, my God. This mic, is this on? Oh, shit. Um, Shaggy, so... you go with the dog. <laughs> two women. You come with me. And he's wearing an ascot. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, let's get back to Sue. So Sue says, you two go on that side of the house, the yep. condo. And I'll go, I'll go on this side. Right when she takes the corner, Big Ed's there. Big Ed's there, and he grabs her by her throat. I he's thought it was going to be a quick kill. Super strength. That's the other thing about She can't killers. scream. I thought she no. would scream. He's squeezing her and lift his, lifts her up the ground with his arm almost straight out. Yeah. You know, that's that's hard to do. you got to be strong to lift a whole person by their throat up off the ground. Hold on. Let's hit pause, and I'll try it with you. No. Okay. I'm 290 pounds. I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm 130, so maybe you can try it with me. It's opposite day. Right. Um, so. But this is getting into... So oh, he grabs her, and I yeah. thought that was going to be it, but no, he, he takes her in the garage, lays her down on a, a tool table. Like well, a bench, yeah. A bench, yeah. like a table. Takes up the gaff. The big old hook. The big old hook. I'm a grown man. I have seen many horror slasher movies. This was the most intense kill I've seen. Before Agreed. I go into it, I just want to go ahead and say this. This is my 
didn't kill Shot of the Week. The only reason I'm not getting too excited about it because it is disturbing. He yeah. takes the gaff hook and he she's you know kind of spreads her legs and <laughs> throws it up her hoo ha hoo ha her vagina. That's scientific. Yeah, he hooks her right in. He hooks her right up in the vagina and then the hook comes through her stomach. Yeah. So I took a video of it, but I was even telling Andy, I was like, I don't know if I could show this on our social media. She's it, fully clothed. She's fully clothed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's like make sure. It's like through her jeans. But you out. see intestines coming out of her stomach, but they actually do go back to the hook in the uh, the vagina and this big gaff. And that should be it. But then Ed Sr. is like, no, I'm going to partially chop off her head, too, with a battle axe. So, and so that is my... Dick kill shot of the week. Pew, and pew, I mean, pew. Sue's a woman, so it's not exactly a dick shot, but oh, kind of a vagina, vagina shot. shot of the week. See, that that would have been so much more funnier yeah. if I wasn't. Because it was disturbing. Like, I even yeah. told my wife, I was like, hey, come watch this vagina hook shot. And my I, wife's like, who in the fuck are you talking to? No, I didn't call She Cheryl doesn't like these the movies at all. I, my wife isn't. When really. I saw it happening, I went, oh, God. And I put my hands <laughs> on my mouth. I, I clutched my pearls and went, oh, <laughs> So um, uh, Ed and Pam discover Sue's body, and yep. they flip out, and here comes Dad. Yeah, he's uh, sort of they they could see him from the distance. They're they're in the garage at that point. He was still he went back out looking for so, them. Yeah, but they see him coming, but they also see their friends again, even though they're dead. But they see him again. Yeah. Oh, so mystery solved of where everybody <laughs> went. They're all dead. Uh, and Pam Pam's like, let's hide, let's hide, hide, hide. And uh, Ed, Ed Junior's like, no, no, you hide. And he I'm gonna pushes go, her in there. I'm gonna go like, fight Dad. What are you doing? What are you doing? I don't think he knows it's Dad mm-hmm. at this point. Does he? he, he okay, maybe you're right. Yeah. yeah. He thinks it's just a killer and shoves yeah, that's her in call. there, uh, closes the door and props it closed so she can't get out. And he decides, I'm going to wait for this killer to come around the corner and hit him with a big old bar. And they have a brief scuffle and Ed, Ed Jr. winds up on the on the ground. Dad tapes him up. Uh, and Dad tapes him up. He knows then but has to be dead by now. I suppose. I still he feel like to. he hasn't seen his face clearly. Dude. You know. Just because I guess of what you're he says right. later. The, 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 yeah, because of the shock of seeing all your friends dead. I yeah. mean, it's, I mean, if I walked into a room and saw you, you know, with a hook up your scrotum <laughs> and through your stomach, and then like your head almost cut off. Yeah. And if it was my dad. Yeah. Like I think I'd be like, I don't. I'd be too shocked to see yeah. you like that. To, in mind, to, it's so dark, I think you're, it's man, you're, too. It's you're really pulling off some Dr. Damo yeah, shit to, on thank this you. episode, thank man. You. That's good. PhD. <laughs> um, so so uh, again, we get to before to, he's about to kill Ed Jr. Uh, Pam busts out of the uh, closet to stop the beheading. To stop it because you know? yeah, he's about to behead them. No, he's got his bad don't. leg. Don't yeah. She um, he still gets stabbed in the leg though. Right. Uh, Ed Jr. gets a nice stabbing right in the leg. Probably hits the femoral artery. Because it's right. Doctor Damos back in the house again, everybody. Which is something that can kill you very quickly. And Pam um, throws a couple things at him and throws a pyramid sinker and hits in the and head. hits Ed Senior right in the head with it. Which Mike said earlier. Which Mike said earlier. Which Mike said earlier. Hey Edie. Edie, Hi, um, Edie uh, slash you mascot is joining us. Uh, you can find her on slashupodcast.com. Yeah. And there's Cheryl up there whistling her down. I wouldn't want to get hit in the head with that. Yes. No, said. I wouldn't want to get hit in the head with that. Yeah. Or, is that, or it might have been Ralph. I don't know. But let's, no, let's keep it. No, that was Mike. It was so, Mike. Yeah, Mike's uh, but Ed Sr. sort of bad. shrugs it off, and he starts uh, coming at Pam. She finds a, another knife in the yes. tool, tool drawer there behind her and stabs him yeah. in the chest. Yeah. And that's I thought it was a heart, but it, it is a shoulder. It was very close. It was yeah. over there. Yeah. So... 
and he goes down. Yeah, but we know he's not dead. He's not dead. Killer's never dead after so the first. This is when I started the the Madman episode five slash you when they're in the car. Oh, he right. Get me in the car because he does have a leg stab, and you said the femoral femoral artery. Femoral. 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 Ralph. We're an hour and ten in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, we're good. This is great. Hey. So anyway, he he. She they're in the car. In the she floods it. She can't start it, yeah. and it's all this going on. So I'm yeah. just going to go and flat. I'm just going to go and uh, f- flash through this real quick because yeah. Pam does help them out of their strengths. They get yep. in the car. It won't start. Oh really? No it kidding. Won't, it won't start. There was some foreshadowing is too long. Though, yeah. of that earlier in the movie before they even hit the road on the road trip. He had he struggled to get the car started. Oh, okay. And yeah, Ralph yeah. was like, "I don't think this car wants to go." So give me some beer. Yeah. So you're like, "Oh, the car won't start." So here, and they had the car trouble on the, at the gas station. Scene's too long. The seat store. This scene is too long, but at least we yeah. get to see that the dad comes back. Yeah. This climax scene was filmed in like one hour. It was I mean, so it was cool. Oh, shot. Yeah, it was cool. Dad comes back for one last shot. He jumps on the roof. He takes his battle axe. He stabs through the top, which we've seen a few times, like yeah. stabbing through the top of a car, which is. I guess kind of uh, clairvoyant or stoked with yep. uh, slasher kind of movies, you know, where he, you get a soft top. Uh, his left hand in yep. through the roof of the caddy, and grabs his boy or the Corvette or whatever, and he's grabbing uh, Ed Jr. by the around. Again, the what neck, if he just wants a hug? Pulling him, pulling him. Son, just um, hug me. They push the cigarette lighter in. Yes, pulling him. Cigarette pulling lighter him. cars used to have cigarette lighters. Yeah, and it pops out. Of course, now it's very hot, and Pam pulls it out and hits him right in the hand with it, burning his hand. I noticed he still wears a wedding ring. Oh, <laughs> dude, you're shining on this episode, hand. dude. Yes. Thank you, dude. That's rad. Ed Senior uh, has his wedding ring still after all these years, and he's now he's got a fresh, big old cigarette lighter burn in his hand, and he screams and lets go. This is the greatest scene, though, as the dad falls off with a cigarette burn on the hand. He's not dead yet, obviously, no. but I love it when fucking Ed Junior goes, Jesus Christ. That's it's my dad. That's when I first thought that he's first noticing. Oh, Jesus fuck. Christ, it's my dad. Like, that, to me, that was like him now, just now, realizing, holy shit, it's my dad. I thought this I was I thought it was him seeing, like, I thought, was this before he got chopped in half? Yeah, because at that point, Pam gets the car started. One more and, uh, the, the Dude, the, that's the good. The cops are pulling, off, pulling up in the distance, <sighs> sirens, the cops are pulling up in the distance, and Pam... Throws the car in reverse with Big Ed hanging on the back. They need and she to backs up at full speed into a big old concrete or cinder block uh, wall. Yeah, but uh, before the, they yeah. should have at least made like who is it? Who is it? I don't know, sweetheart. Like I don't know, Pam. I don't know, they sweetheart. Didn't. They yeah. did. They should have gave some kind of acknowledgement that fucking Junior didn't yeah. know that was fucking his dad. Right. But this is my favorite mm. scene. Yeah. They back him up. Into the wall. Well, dad's chopped in half. They see cops. Hey, over here, we're f- getting fucked. Please help us. <laughs> so a cop walks over, sees this dude that's chopped in fucking half. His lower body to his upper body is like... The cop's like, pull forward. <laughs> yeah, and so there's two two dead... I mean, it wasn't like they're kind of attached. Nasty. It is like five feet apart. Lower fucking dick fucking shit to titty shit. Like the his, dude, the his dad. His and his torso are Yes, two pieces. But the, the cop dad, over. The dad wakes back up, takes his battle axe, and chops the fucking uh, cop's, cop's leg off. Leg off. The cop falls down, screaming <laughs> and holding a stump of a leg. <laughs> he doesn't. But we don't call that as. A, I don't think he. I yeah, think I he, don't think he died. But 
I, I do have that too. And on that's, video. When, that's when Big Ed finally yeah, dies. Fi- finally I mean, dies, he's yeah. In, he's literally in two pieces. <laughs> he's in two pieces, but he still awakes. So, and has the strength to swing that axe. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really want to post this on our social so media because cool. I think it's rad. The, the, I, I want to, because I thought the last scene was pretty lame because it's just Pam and fucking. They're uh, in the hospital. Yeah, Pam they're just. Ed old. Jr. I yeah. thought this would be a great uh, fall break, too. I mean, uh, Mutilator, too. Mm-hmm. So many horror slasher movies that we've seen where it's like, what if Pam like just got so freaked out about this? Mutilator 2, Pam's Revenge. Oh, like she's traumatized PTSD. Yeah. And goes so off. Pam goes like, we don't know that yet, but sure. it's like, I mean, they, have, they have Sleepaway Camp, Sleepaway Camp 2, Sleepaway yeah. Camp 3. I mean, I mean, fuck. I mean, there there are so many different ways. Like, I thought that you really, could how we could do that now. We should make it. Hey, if anybody wants to donate to a GoFundMe for Mutilator 2, yeah. hit up uh, us here at Slash You, we'll, Nick and Andy. We'll make it. But so, I, I, I know it was a stupid ending, Andy, and uh, yeah. before we go into the, to our, our last call, but uh, I really thought that it could have been something left up for Mutilator yeah. 2. Ed um, Jr.'s limping down the hospital hallway uh, to another room, and the nurse is, and he's just like, how is she? And the nurse says, no, no change, really. About and, the same. Not the same. And walks in, about the same. About the same. And walks in, oh, no. and Pam's there kind of in a chair looking out the window, and he puts his hand on her shoulder, and they, they gaze at the sunset. Roll yeah, credits. that was roll, roll credits. Roll credits. Yeah. Well, and the credits had a couple bloopers in them. No, the one. It was it, it was, was one with the the dad uh, raising the junior, but that was the only blooper. Other than that, fun. it was just introducing people. They're fun like, credits. They go back to the outtakes. Fall break. Fall break. Gonna have a good time. Cheerful music. Everyone died. Is it cool if I take a squeeze my lemon and then we'll come back and do some shout outs and let everyone know about our Thanksgiving? We'll recap our kill count, shout outs, and what we're doing for the Thanksgiving movie. Right. See in a bit after this. And we're back. And we're back, motherfuckers. So, <laughs> we're back. Recap real quick the kills in this movie. Well, before the kills. What? Let's talk about the 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 music one more time. <laughs> Fall you break. Have to talk about the music. I encourage you all to listen to Fall Break and watch the movie. The 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 song's catchy. It'll stay in your head for hours. Do you? I mean, do you really believe that? Or are you just saying that nope, shit? I really believe it. I want to go listen to it after this uh, podcast. So, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Here we go. All the hijinks. Gonna have a good time. We're going on a fall break. Yeah. All right. Sorry. All right. Our kill count. Kill, kill count. Kill count. Mom shot in the back. There you go. Linda drowned. The lucky one. <laughs> <laughs> Mike boat motor propped right to the chest and torso. And Mike, fantastic acting, died. My dick shot, dick shot, kill of the week. Uh, our cop uh, first stabbed in the face and then decapitated. Uh, Ralph pitchfork to the throat. Stabbed to the door. Stabbed to the door. Uh, Sue, a big old gaff hook right through the crotch and out her lower uh, extremities, lower stomach. Nasty. Uh, and then Big Ed himself, the killer, was smashed in half against a, a, a concrete, a Before cinder block wall. Before he chopped wall. a cop's leg off. He, chopped, he was able to chop a cop's leg off. Yeah. Chopped in half before he died. Yeah, chopped in half. The cop, though, not dead. The one who, he just yeah. lost a leg. Seven kill, so. seven kill count. Yeah, so uh, that's the kill count for the mutilator. 
fall break. Before we give shout outs, uh, Andy, I want to go that uh, we are building a website. Mm. I think it's okay to visit now. Mm-hmm. Slash you mm-hmm. Slash you podcast.com. Yeah. Uh, many fun things that we're going to try to do. I just, I'm not a web designer. I'm a writer. Even not that good it's of a writer. It's pretty rudimentary, but... but it still gets our point across. Yes. Honestly, it's got uh, a display of all the movies we've watched so far. It's got a link, a link to our um, t-shirts. Yes. And everything that you want to know, please tell your friends to listen to. If they like horror, just say, hey, check out these dudes, man. Mm-hmm. They're, they're pretty funny. Uh, so that means what do they usually say like subscribe, like and, subscribe and, and review share. yeah and review give us five and stars and share and all that shit but uh next week next week is thanksgiving and i think it's a, a great it's a blood rage thanksgiving's on a thursday right this yeah year. we're gonna record on a wednesday we'll, funny. we'll thanksgiving's have on a thursday every year um, <laughs> but this is <laughs> this is blood, funny. blood rage 1987 83 minutes Blood Rage, available for free, again, on Amazon Prime, as free. most of our movies are. It's, uh, here's the synopsis. During their childhoods, Todd is institutionalized for a murder while his twin brother goes free. Ten years later, on Thanksgiving, Todd escapes, and a killing spree begins in his neighborhood. I yeah, I looked up the... Is that supposed to be a gobble? What the fuck was that? Is that a gobble? I was trying so hard, dude! Holy shit. <laughs> gobble gobble. So it's that's gonna be our Thanksgiving movie. We'll record it Wednesday and um Yeah, I try to get out. I like... could probably edit it and release it Thursday because we're we're so good at this now that there's not a lot of editing I have to do. Do we have a podcast? Have I mean we have not we have a website, I meant. Sorry. <laughs> we're that, legit. We're gonna do some shout outs? Yes. Uh you want me to go first? No, I'm going to go first. Fine, go ahead. I, I want to give a shout out to we we're really getting to get to know a lot of the horror community like on social media, and it's so rad that there is so many horror podcasts out there. And what's horror? Rad, what's the horror, horror community? Not the horror community. The horror. horror. <laughs> the horror community. Yes, I do have an OnlyFans. If you guys are curious, uh, you know. I have a free one, but if you want to see the real stuff, you got to pay a little bit. Um, horror community. Nick Bankhead at OnlyFans.com. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, the horror community yes. I, we've really gotten involved with on social media. It's, it's been great. Everyone's so welcoming. And, and what's even better about it is that everyone's genre is different. Oh, yeah. Like, I know that there's people that, that, that what we do, but there's people that are that, that take a mix into it, put music into their things, or, or, or point out uh, different uh, sexuality and genders and stuff. I mean, there's going to be, I think this is going to be a, a, a something that we do every week now mm-hmm. as a shout out. So one of the first homies uh, that reached out to us and really made us feel comfortable was Dalton and Travis, the Terror Twins podcast. If you go to Instagram, Terror Twins podcast, they are so cool for the community, man. They really give a lot of shout outs and really pump up the uh, horror podcast genre. Mm-hmm. And it's very supportive, and I really dig what uh, Dalton and Travis are doing. I don't know whose voice is who quite yet, because I've only listened uh, to the <laughs> uh, Piranhas, sure. uh, Dante, Grim. I mean, I, I listened to it. But I really thought it was funny, as they were drinking Jim Beam, they kept talking about pot, drinking oh. IPAs, which they call skunk water. And like they don't compare it to my fucking herbs, I guess. But I was literally dying, driving over here, I was dying Listen, so hard, yeah. because... They're calling IPA skunk water, and uh, it's just, please uh, check out Terror, uh, Terror Twins Podcast. Okay, cool. I would like to um, Dalton Travis. I would like to uh, give a shout-out to uh, the Gore Score Podcast. Uh, you follow them on Instagram. At Our buddies from Rockford, Illinois. Rockford, Illinois is uh, the Gore Score, all one word. And they, um, they watch a couple of our movies, 
or they watched one of our movies today and they were messaging me about their thoughts on that movie. They were watching Body Count, the Italian directed one. Hey, hey this is what Americans do. It's the yes. gore score. And uh, I listened to uh, one of their recent episodes. They were talking all about Christine. My yeah. Christine? Christine, the Stephen King novel Whoa. and the movie. Gotta... They were talking about Christine. They were talking about John Carpenter. <sighs> and I was like, yeah, these guys uh, definitely like the same things that Nick likes and that I like. I sure. have a Christine shrine in my house. Nick loves Christine. Uh, it's my favorite. It's, it's okay. Loves it. Loves it. They were also talking about waffle stomping, apparently, which is when you poop in the shower and then stomp it down the drain. Oh, that's a uh, Henry Jones. If you look at Henry Jones on Instagram, he made a uh, a, a cartoon about that. Oh. Like, do you take a poop in the shower and poop in your hand and throw it in the toilet, no. or do you poop in the shower and waffle stomp it? Waffle stomp. Henry Jones. Uh, he's a skateboarding uh, artist. Right. But uh, oh. anyway, the Gore Score. The Gore Score, and they're doing a new one too. I because you know, live, laugh, love. It's like that's what people the say. Same. Theirs is called Live, Laugh, Kill. Yeah, they're launched. That's a fairly new podcast. Yeah, that's right? going to be something they're launching this week. Um, I think it's rad because it's going to be like a hardcore dive into mm-hmm. true crime serial killers. Yeah, uh, I'm really stoked to see what they're doing. I love the fucking name, so I really can't <laughs> wait to hear it. Live, Laugh, Kill. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking rad. Um, so thank you to all of those. Yeah, folks. thank you guys Go for uh, really pushing us out and anything that we can do please reach out to yeah. nick and andy nick and andy we have a uh, uh, you can email us slash you podcast at gmail.com you, you can, can do find, that on find us slash oh, you podcast web, yeah the pod, podcast has the everything website slash you podcast.com does the everything website's got the instagram uh, slash you underscore podcast facebook.com slash slash you podcast um join the facebook group uh like comment share it and uh thank you all for listening this week We'll be back next week with Blood Rage. Blood Rage. Hey, thanks so much, everybody. Have a great fucking week. and uh, We'll talk to you next week. Well, I think this is the only time I can say this because it won't be published. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, we'll say it again next week, too. But happy Thanksgiving. Why am I waving? I don't know. I'm waving. All right, see you guys later. Slash you later, bitch. Dude, stop it.